the Bible Study Podcast, episode 699. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues a study of 1 Corinthians with chapter 1. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. We're going to jump into our study now. I hope you've done the pre-work here, the homework for the last week's episode, which talked about the setup for why Paul is writing this letter. I want to continue on that just a little bit first, which is, now Paul has spent some time in Corinth. He spent a year there. But when he writes this letter, he has left and he has heard some things about what's going on there that he's not happy about. And as with many of his letters, he's writing back to correct some problems that have come up. And we'll jump into that in chapter 1 and about verse 10. But first, chapter 1. Paul, called to be an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God and our brother Sosthenes, to the church of God in Corinth, to those sanctified in Christ Jesus and called to be his holy people, together with all those everywhere who call on the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, their Lord and ours. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. A pretty standard greeting from Paul from one of his letters. And as is the case, you start the letter with who it's from. And so he is writing this, not just himself, but also Sosthenes, who has some connection, we would assume, with the church of Corinth. And he is calling to those sanctified, to those being made holy by the Holy Spirit, to the church in its holy people. And he prays for them grace and peace. And then he continues, I always thank my God for you because of his grace given you in Christ Jesus. For in him you have been enriched in every way with all kinds of speech and with all knowledge. God thus confirming our testimony about Christ among you. Therefore you do not lack any spiritual gift as you eagerly wait for our Lord Jesus Christ to be revealed. He will also keep you firm to the end so that you will be blameless on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful who has called you into fellowship with his son, Jesus Christ our Lord. So he points out his close relationship with them. He is thankful for them and then also starts to bring up an issue that will come up later on about spiritual gifts, that they do not lack any spiritual gifts and they eagerly wait for Lord Jesus Christ to be revealed. We'll get more into that topic later, but first he's going to jump into the first problem. And that is the division in the church, a church divided over leaders. I appeal to you, brothers and sisters, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree with one another in what you say and that there be no divisions among you so that you be perfectly united in mind and thought. My brothers and sisters, some from Chloe's household have informed me that there are quarrels among you. What I mean is this. One of you says, I follow Paul, and another, I follow Apollos, and another, I follow Cephas, still another, I follow Christ. Is Christ divided? Was Paul crucified for you? Were you baptized in the name of Paul? I thank God I did not baptize any of you except Crispus and Gaius, so that no one can say you were baptized in my name. Yes, I also baptized the household of Stephanus. Beyond that, I don't remember if I baptized anyone else. For Christ did not send me to baptize, but to preach the gospel, not with wisdom and eloquence, lest the cross of Christ be emptied of its power. For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved it is the power of God. 
for it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise, the intelligence of the intelligent I will frustrate. Where is the wise person? Where is the teacher of the law? Where is the philosopher of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of the world? For since the wisdom of God, the world through its wisdom did not know him. God was pleased through the foolishness of what was preached to save those who believe. Jews demand signs and Greeks look for wisdom. But we preach Christ crucified, a stumbling block to Jews and foolishness to Gentiles. But to those who God has called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God, for the foolishness of God is wiser than human wisdom, and the weakness of God is stronger than human strength. Brothers and sisters, think of what you were when you were called. Not many of you were wise by human standards. Not many of you were influential. Not many of you were of noble birth. But God chose the foolish things of the world to shame the wise. God chose the weak things of the world to shame the strong. God chose the lowly things of the world and the despised things and the things that are not to nullify the things that are, so that no one may boast before him. It is because of him that you are in Christ Jesus, who has become for us wisdom from God, that is, our righteousness, holiness, and redemption. Therefore, as it is written, let the one who boasts boast in the Lord. Okay, that's rather a long section there. We have two different thoughts. One thought is, why are you divided? Because he gets word that people are starting to take sides. They're starting to form teams within the church. I'm Paul's apostle. I'm Apollos's. I'm Cephas's. Cephas would be Peter. Or I follow Christ. That one sounds okay. But the others are a, a bit of a problem. And they're a bit of a problem that is an old problem, not just in the church, because this is one of the beginnings of it. We've seen this throughout the ages. In some ways, it's the birth of denominationalism. It's the birth of I follow Luther or I follow Calvin. It's the same sort of things of making the teacher a little more important than the one taught about. And Paul, who is one of those, is not saying, well, you all ought to follow me. He's saying, you weren't baptized in my name. You weren't brought to faith in me, nor to faith in Cephas, nor to faith in Apollos. But you were brought to faith in Christ. You were baptized in the name of Christ. It's not about me. It's not about Apollos. It's not about Cephas. It's not about Luther. It's not about Calvin. It's not about any of those people. It's about Jesus. And he's concerned because this is the beginning of these divisions that the church has seen, still sees, where It's starting to form these teams. And we see it to this day. We see it between different denominations. We see it inside churches with different factions that wrestle with different issues, sometimes for completely legitimate reasons. There are reasons that we might disagree with one another. But that doesn't have to mean that we are divided. But we like to divide. I mean, let's be honest that as people— There's sort of only so many people we can deal with, and then we sort of naturally form teams. Now, if you're back in the Roman times, it got so bad at some point that there were sports like we have, and, you know, there's rivalries now, like I'm a Giants fan, and you may be a Dodgers fan, and, you know, if you are, I'm sorry, but you're wrong. But 
<laughs> that it got so bad in the Roman times that those sports were things like chariot racing, and there were blues and greens, for instance, different chariot teams, and the different people who were fans of those teams became different almost political parties that literally warred with each other in the streets with bands of thugs. That's the sort of thing that we do very naturally as people. We we like to take sides. We like to form up, you know, my my party if it's politics, my team if it's sports, my church if it's religion. It's me and my friends against the world. But Paul says that's a problem here in the church. I know that you like to form groups. I know that you like to form cliques. I know that you like to make yourself different and more important than those others. We like there to be others, the people who are not us and not like us, because it might mean that we don't have to understand them as much. It might mean we don't have to love them as much if they're them. Be aware that anyone inside the church who is trying to to get you to think of someone as them, especially someone who is a Christian brother or sister, is doing what Paul is talking about. They're creating division. And it's easy to do. And Paul's going to talk about this more in this book. This is going to be one of the major themes in this book is division. And this is the first place he's going to address it, but by no means the last. And then the second thing he gets into here is the wisdom and power of God versus the wisdom and power of men. And guess which one is greater? And he says that sometimes when we preach Christ and we preach him crucified, it's not the smartest thing to do. It's not the obvious path to get people to believe in you. Because the Jews want signs and the Greeks want logic, and this defies both. But it is the truth. Paul is preaching Christ crucified because Christ was crucified. Paul is preaching Christ raised from the dead because Christ was raised from the dead. He's not so much concerned that that's a stumbling block for the Jews and foolishness to the Gentiles as he's concerned whether it's true. And so he says in this long set of paragraphs here that you guys, you Corinthians, you know, if you think about it, when I got there, you weren't the smartest by human standards. You weren't influential. Remember that this is a city of longshoremen. This is a city of slaves. This is a city of people whose primary task, the the economy is built on, is taking goods from that ship on one side of the isthmus to that ship on the other. It's not something that needs a lot of education. And so a lot of the people come into the church, some will be wealthy, some will be influential, but most of them will not be. But he's saying God shows you not because you were the smartest people in the room, but God chose you even though we are sometimes foolish because the foolishness of God is is greater than the wisdom of man. Those people who don't get the message that Paul is preaching, those people who think it's foolishness, the Greeks, or those people who have a difficult time with it, the Jews, and that he has preached to in the synagogue, he's saying that That doesn't mean that what he's preaching isn't true, that even what is foolishness, even what is God's foolishness is wiser than the wisdom of men, wiser than the wisest of men. 
And so he is bringing up that argument here, I think in part to deal with humility. This is something that's going to come up a lot because humility is one of those issues that comes up with division because we don't just divide ourselves into different groups. We divide ourselves into us and then the lesser groups, right? Us and then the people who aren't as good as us for whatever reason. And the reasons change a bit over time. They change from church to church. They change from country to country. But really, we're still playing the same game that Paul was playing dealing with back here in Corinthians. And he's going to deal with it more as we move on through this book. But for now, for your homework for this week, take a look at your church, take a look at your faith, and think about when we divide, when we try to make people into them, when we make them into them so that we don't have to care about them as much, so that we don't have to love them as much, because, you know, after all, they're not us, they're them. With that, we're going to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have any questions, send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com or better yet, leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. And thanks so much for listening. The love of God is immeasurable. It's unchanging. It's indescribable. Because God loves you so much, you can sleep through the night in peace. With Abide Bible Sleep Meditation, you can fall asleep fast with relaxing sleep stories based on Scripture. To start listening now, go to lifeaudio.com or search your favorite podcast app for Abide Bible Sleep Meditation. You can also download the Abide app for more biblical meditations at abide.com.